Your views, your values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Another edition of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete, and the surrounding areas. This is your host, Walter Elspeth II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with my main man, Mobilia. What's going on, man? Hey, Happy good Year. morning. Happy New Year. Yes. 2023. Yes. Oh, you could also call it <sighs> Hangover Day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could really International uh, Hangover International Day. Hangover Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my cousin used to always say, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world. <laughs> That's right. That when it comes to, you know, happy hour time. But hey, listen. <laughs> we, <laughs> listen, I am glad. I, I, I praise him. And I thank him every day that I have the opportunity to be here with you, brother. And to be able to share this new year with you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, to be able to broadcast this Sunday um, as foggy as it is. Yeah. It is very foggy. But, you know, <laughs> it's a blessing to be here this this morning to be able to um, uh, say to you, thank you very much, brother, for always being here for us. Um, Same. To make this show 
what it is. Yumiko, I know you're listening. Um, thank you, sister. Thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you to everybody who's been a member of the Fourth Estate, who's yes. contributed this year um, and in the years past in order to make certain that we are providing the best in intelligent conversation, as I say, typically, yeah. <laughs> and programming. Right. We, you know, I, I, have a, I have this thing that, you know, I have a very low tolerance for unintelligent conversation, <laughs> right? And... But, but you know, I, I thank all the listeners. Mm-hmm. I thank the listeners. And I thank the listeners, no matter what, what side of the aisle you're on, whatever your beliefs are, whatever it may be, this is the Sunday forum. It was developed for the purpose of having people from all over give their viewpoints on things, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever that may be, and look, look, we got calls already. Already, <laughs> we did not call for y'all to call in yet. <laughs> this is my little emotional uh, uh, rant, so let me <laughs> let me do this. Um, no, I want to I want to say thank you to everybody out there for listening to us, um, and, and and all the people out there who, when we're in public and you recognize our voice, our voices <laughs> out there, and you say, "Hey, I know that voice." And, and yeah. thank you very much because that, that makes us feel good because it knows it lets, it lets us know that you're listening. Yeah. It lets us know you're listening. And so we really appreciate all of the, the love out there that you continue to give us and we ask that you continue to do that uh, as we for the years to come. So, that having been said, um, I, I also, now, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I wanna thank my family. Yes. I want to thank my family. Um, God bless them, man. You know, my wife puts up with a lot. <laughs> God bless you, Yolanda Rodriguez Smith. God bless you. Because, you know, every Sunday morning, I get up, roll off, <laughs> kiss on the cheek, get, get dressed, get out of there, and head to the station. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it, it cannot be easy for her, uh, and I know it has, has not been easy for her. And it, 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 it has altered a lot of things in our lives, but she has always been supportive of this because she believes in it and she believes in us. And so I, I thank you, Yolanda, so much. I love you, honey. Um, um, the rest of my family, I, I thank you for your support. And um, this year is going to be better than the last. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. Uh-huh. I can guarantee you that. So, hey, listen. Billy, any words? Well, I, you know, I kind of want to recall your mother. She was on the show. She talked about Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. And uh, as we look towards 2023, there's going to be a, a statue unveiled to Henrietta Lacks. And her uh, is going to replace the Confederate General's Robert E. Lee statue. Thank God. Where is, where is this? <laughs> well, I believe it's going to be in Roanoke, Virginia, which is uh, her hometown. And, you know, a brief history, her she lacks received treatment for cervical cancer at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. And tissue from her cancer was removed and sent to another lab without her consent. Her cells turned out to have a remarkable capacity to survive and reproduce, and they were immortal, immortalized. Uh, I think uh, it was even sent down to outer space. But you know, her family was never compensated for her DNA, and uh, so the statue is probably going to be a good start, but it's definitely not justice. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so, but it's a statue we'll look forward to in 2023 going up. And um, Henrietta Lacks, read more about her. <laughs> Henrietta Lacks, yeah, definitely. Definitely the immortal gene, the immortal gene. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we really, really, um, you know, as we approach Black History Month. Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We are we are reminded of the different <clears throat> festivals that are coming up, right? 
mm-hmm. and uh, which is the Black Music Fest, Black Heritage Fest, Black coming Heritage. up in January, and uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday uh, weekend that's coming up. The Toba Breakfast that happens every year. Oh yeah, yes. Do you know who's speaking? I usually love the speakers. No, that who's come. the speaker? This year? I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's so, something we're going to have to find out. Right. They, Maybe they'll, a call. Yeah, right. They usually come in. They usually come in. Um, so we expect to hear from Toba soon with regard to who is going to be the speaker this year. Um, we we have some, we have some, this year is a very, is, is another year, another election year. Uh, yeah. When we look at the local elections, these are the elections, folks, that are most important to you. And the reason is because these are people that you will put in seats and that you can actually put your hands on, that you have access to. These are people that are not in Washington, D.C. They're here in the county, in the city. Uh, it is important. It is critically important. I can't tell you how important it is for yeah. you to get to those polls, um, but it is also important for you to organize in in your communities in order to create policies within your communities right that that you want to have pushed this year that's right you know one of the big issues Walter is the hurricane response hurricane the inequality of hurricane response. There are two black communities that have been said to have been left behind in the Hurricane Ian uh, relief. And it's no accident. These are two communities of color. Uh, Fort Myers, uh, Dunbar, River Park, and uh, outside of Naples, Mm -hmm. Florida. These communities uh, are saying they are left out. They've been left behind. Just like the community, there's still communities in New Orleans post-Hurricane Katrina that's still trying to bounce back, believe really? it or not. You know, they're really? still devastated, left behind. People weren't able to return. There was no right of return. There, there was no hurricane relief to rebuild their homes and their neighborhoods. And so inequality has long tentacles. And we see it playing out again in Florida. Here's a state where the governor likes to talk about we have all of this surplus. We have a huge surplus in Florida that he's taking a bow for. But why do we have inequality? Especially in, you can't blame it all on FEMA, you know, if the state has a surplus. I don't understand. I, I, I can't. Well, no, I understand. Elections have consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is how it goes. This is how it goes, folks. Right. And we continue to do things like this that are where, where we allow people like this man in Tallahassee to continue to function in the way that he functions, and there's no accountability. We just right. accept it as such and just kind of roll over and let it happen. Um, and not over here. Not here. <laughs> not here. And 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 we yeah, talk about it. Another important. That, that's another reason why it's so important. This show is so important. Is because in shows like this, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're very. And not, let me let me remind you of something, folks. I, I I think this is very very important. Except for XM mm-hmm. radio, right? Except for satellite radio, literally. This show is the only show that looks at things from the black perspective for two hours on radio. That's right. There's not another one. There is no other. Now you might look. Listen, I I don't. We're not. We're not the morning shows like Tom Joyner or um, uh, Brother Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. Or Ricky Smiley or anybody like that. And we're not trying. I'm not a comedian, man. I'm not a comedian, dude. This is not. This is not a joke. No, this is not a joke. Now I like to have fun to kind of lighten things up some, but this show is not a joke. Right. 
This is serious. It's like we're talking to blues sometimes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. And, and it gets that way because we are thoroughly immersed in what we're doing. We're thoroughly immersed. And so uh, we want to make sure that you are getting that, that you are getting the messages that we are. There's no there's nothing covert here. There's no conspiracy theory. There's no nothing. This is serious. Every Sunday. Eight to ten. Right That's here right. on your public radio station, WMNF, eighty-eight point five FM. So Come you, on. Can, you can you can write us. You can write us DJ at WMNF.org. and someone did. Walter, uh, a writer, emailed us to say there are ones that listen to us just to kill the time. Others, you help make them feel fine. And he says, me, I dig all your personalities and how quickly y'all turn on a dime, usually in the right direction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's very from much. Indian Shores. <laughs> we appreciate that. We're listening all that. around. That's right. That's right. And we welcome, as I said before, we welcome everybody's opinion, right? Um, just come with something intelligent, man. You know, just please. It's something that we can that we can leave with. Yeah. Right? Something that we can think on. Right. And discuss not just that one time but again and again but this morning I want to take a look at the implications of the races that are coming up uh, this year which races are those we have city council races we have county commission races and we have the mayor, the mayoral race that's coming up. As I said before, this is a 2023 is a very pivotal year. Get ready for it. Buckle up, buckle up, because we are going to talk about it, and we are going to hash it out, and we want to hear from you. Uh, 813-239-9663 when we, when we actually begin that discussion which will be momentarily now uh, again those races that, that are coming up watch for them please they are city council they are county commission they are mayoral elections okay so we will be choosing who will be the next mayor whether we retain our current mayor, Mayor Jane Castor, or if we choose, if there's an opponent, if we choose whomever that person is, there are choices to be made. Yeah. There are choices to be made. And we need to look at what policies uh, are jeopardizing us, what policies have been passed, what policies have not been passed or focused in on, what things were delivered, what promises were delivered, right? And what policies and promises were not. And are those policies worth it? Not, mm -hmm. every, not every policy is worth is worth uh, having, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, uh, I look at policies, regard, I look at what we're faced with right now with unemployment, let's, let's consider unemployment, Let's consider housing. Let's consider, uh, and, and or the lack thereof. Um, let's consider environmental issues, which perhaps, uh, in, which actually encompass those things we just mentioned just now. Um, and those things that are critical to uh, us having a better quality of life, everybody having a better quality of life. Um, have things been done in order to sacrifice others? Yeah, I wonder that question myself. You know, they talk about Florida is fastest growing state in the union, Walter, and Tampa Bay is uh, Tampa is supposedly the best city to live in. But what I've understood is that people have come to Florida and thinking they were going to be on an extended vacation their life was going to be like a vacation and they regret the move mm -hmm. they say that the wages in this state are atrocious in terms of cost of living you know to rent an apartment is way out of whack 
from the wages that you're being paid in this state? And is it worth it to come to move here and live under these conditions without just because there's no income tax here? And what about that? You know, is that regressive? You know, are the rich getting away scot-free with a cheaper lifestyle here than Mm. the rest of us uh, because of the sales tax? You know, so we wonder, you know, what is really behind the the surplus in this state, you know, absolutely, and, absolutely. You know who are being it in? Who are the voting patterns being uh, transformed because of the people who have been invited to move here by the chamber of commerce or by the governor? <laughs> what is really happening? And is there a connection between, between Tallahassee's gubernatorial office and our office here? Wonder, yeah, good you know, question. Uh, in terms of our leadership here, we know uh, that he's the, the, the Tallahassee has tried to infiltrate school boards. Mm, what does that mean? Right, right, right. Um, so let's uh, let's get down to it. Let's take a break. Yeah, we're gonna come back and we're gonna have this discussion, folks, right here on the Sunday Forum. Uh, we'll be right back. This is your host, Walter Spit the Second, and my main man, Billy. We'll talk to you in a moment. Yeah, on the Sunday Forum. And call us, Every Sunday at 9 p.m., tune into the Righteous Temple of Hip Hop. Music with a message with the Temple Crew and be inspired. The Righteous Temple of Hip Hop, more than just music, it's inspiration. I'm Mark Perfetti, co-host of the Live Music Showcase and Step Outside on WMNF. Want to give the gift of live music this holiday season? For a donation of just $100, you can have two tickets to our shows of Chuck Prophet on January 11th and the Harlem Gospel Travelers on February 10th. Both shows are at Skipper Smokehouse in Tampa. For the gift that keeps on giving, go to WMNF.org slash events. This is Steve, the hitman, host of the Soul Party, on Friday nights on WMNF. Join me at Skipper Smokehouse on Friday, February the 10th, as we enjoy the Harlem Gospel Travelers. I am a sinner, only saved by grace. You clean me up, I've never been the same. With fans like Elton John and all music praising their new album as Dreamlike and Joyous, the Harlem Gospel Travelers are a dazzling vocal trio you don't want to miss. The Harlem Gospel Travelers, February the 10th at Skipper Smokehouse. Buy your tickets now at WMNF.org. Listening to 
the Sunday Forum here on WMNF. But I want to remind you on Tuesday, Tuesday Cafe, Sean's guests will talk about fresh water springs in Florida. And about how springs are being impacted by development, pollution, and bottled water. That's coming up at 10 a.m. Tuesday morning here on 88.5 FM. Right now, you're tuned to the Sunday Forum. Looking for your telephone calls, Charles II, and my main man, Billy, holding yeah. down the foot for the new year, 2023. Yep, looking forward to it. Yes, yes, and we are, we are going to go there today. Okay. <laughs> I like the sound of that. But Billy, we finna to go there, man. We finna to go there. <laughs> but let me just start. So let me just get down to it. <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. We are nonpartisan. <laughs> mm-hmm. We try to be nonpartisan. Um, but I, I make no I make no bones about the fact that I'm left leaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just being very nice, a very nice way of putting it. I'm very left leaning. Right? Mm-hmm. But really, I have, I have a problem. I have, I have an issue. I have an issue, and I just want to point this out. It is not lost upon us to have discussions with regard to Republican Democratic issues, right? Mm-hmm. The history of the parties and so forth. But in looking at the history of the parties, and as a black man in the United States, in this world, I've got to tell you that I am unhappy. I'm very unhappy. Okay? Um, I have a problem with the... How should I call it? Okay. I have a problem with the participatory actions or acts of the parties. Right? When I say participatory acts or actions of the parties, what do I mean? I'm referring to the fact that I have, I'm very, very involved in community activities, right? I ran for office twice. I am, I am and have been a member of different organizations in, within the community. And I have never Let me let me make sure. Capital letters, N E V E R, never seen. Neither the Democratic Party representatives or Republican Party representatives at any CRA meetings for East Tampa or West Tampa to be involved with any CRA activities in East or West Tampa to be involved in or to voice those things um, to be to be intimately involved in the decision making 
or helping to guide or helping to consult or being involved in any way with make with helping to make good decisions for these communities that they claim to want to be what won their votes uh, but that would make it political wouldn't it because <laughs> it's like they would have to pick winners and losers if they show up at a meeting and well no not reveal. necessarily no no and, and, and let me tell you what, what I mean by that by that okay I'm not saying that the, the people who are running for office I'm not referring to the people that run for office I'm not referring to them I'm referring to the parties themselves the parties themselves make statements they make public statements about what's going on in communities. This is what this is what happens. Okay? This is an undeniable fact. They make comments about what's going on in communities. Yet the representatives from those parties. Do you understand what I mean when I say when I say representatives? The executive board members or members who were sent from the parties to understand what's happening in these communities, to find out, to bring back recon, bring back information, intelligence on what's happening and say, okay, we need to get in there and help out with these things, right? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, and, and, and that's, that is disturbing to me. That's a problem. I have a real problem with that. The, the reason so let me explain why I have a problem with that the reason I have a problem with that is because for so long the you talk about people who are uh, organ, that we talk about political parties the two main political parties in this country that people trust that people give their votes to right they, they, they're, they're supposed to be earning votes um Yet there is a an absence from very critical decision making, policy making meetings or <coughs> events that, that that their presence will greatly be appreciated. I'm sure you understand what I mean. If, if you're talking about building trust in some way, For, I'll give you another example. Uh, when you go into a community and you look at getting needs assessments or uh, you're trying to organize in the community, you have to build trust in the community, right? Mm-hmm. All right. If they've never seen you before, what what are you doing? They don't they don't know you. Why am I going to tell you anything? Why am I going to do your needs assessment, your survey? I don't even want to talk to you. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be very difficult unless you have some way to get in there or we see you or we're talking to you and we're saying, hey, you know, I know this person, vouch for them. They're here to help out with what we're doing. You hear what I'm saying? I think so. Um, yeah, you just kind of, I guess you, if they care about development, because we're talking about community redevelopment agency. Absolutely. Then they should, at least if they, they're not going to choose who's going to get the contract, but they will talk about who or what needs to be developed. Right. Exactly. That's 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 exactly right, and, and 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 or or at least to get an understanding as to why certain things yeah. need to be developed, right? So so that would make me feel more comfortable in when when time comes to to give my vote for something, right? Or because see, I'm seeing them there, or at least I hear. What, what their position is or they hear what my position is and I know what they're going to fight for. Right? Yeah. You, you, you know that because they've been there and, and, and they're going to make decisions that are going to be on, on either side that are either going to be in your best interest or not. Yeah, I guess the question will always be who is being served. I mean, you know the mayor's race coming up that the incumbent mayor is going to talk about all of the the projects that are taking place. She's going to talk about Water Street development. She's going to talk about the expansion of the river, river walk. Uh, So, but who's being served? Who's being, who's benefiting? Who's being hired? Who's getting contracts, you know, to build these projects? Are people coming from outside? You know, 
she's gonna talk about the projects. What are the infrastructure? The biggest thing is gonna be the infrastructural issue. Mm. It should be anyway. We we do. You know, when I ran last time, one of the things that that uh, that was really really important and still remains to this day is the issue of we build, 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 right? That's development. But when you talk about infrastructural development, infrastructural planning, we're mm-hmm. lacking. You mean streets, yeah. uh, laying pipes? Absolutely. Water mains? Wait, wait. Along with the issues surrounding climate change, mm-hmm. they go hand in hand. You cannot do infrastructural change or should not do infrastructural change uh, and upgrades without considering those issues. That issue right there alone is one of the biggest issues that, that we could possibly consider. Why? The last time that we had a hurricane, when we talked about Naples, we just talked about Naples the last before our break. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing missed us by by inches. Yeah, yeah. And let me remind everybody: go to the Phoenix Project 2.0. Check it out. Check it out. Infrastructural with without the infrastructural change, it, it doesn't even matter, man. Listen, <laughs> every building in downtown Tampa, the first floor of every building in downtown Tampa will be underwater. That's that's a fact. I, that based off of based off of that, people go by that. People base their their the 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 projections off of this whole thing, you know. Now, as an engineer. I can tell you right now. Now, now I'm going to put my engineer's hat on. Yeah. (laughs) Yup. It's true. It's very true. Mm. We spend more money. One of the biggest arguments we we had, and people tried to avoid it, but I hit it head on, was the issue of how much money people spend in South Tampa and Port Tampa area, in South Tampa area, in tax money. Yeah. Their taxes are astronomical. But they keep having to pay more and more because they keep cracking the road open down there. Because mm-hmm. they can't, they're not getting it right the first time. Mm-hmm. There's something, you know. So we have to consider that this this is not this had not been done in co-op with climate change or climate. This this can't. We're right there on the port. We're right there. Uh, you're right there. In the uh, in, on the bay. So before you start a project, don't they usually get feasibility studies? Who are they talking to? Oh Just my. people who are going to benefit? Are they yeah. talking to engineers? Dude, we just we just had a yeah. There's a discussion, right? Mm-hmm. This permitting the whole nine, right? Yeah. But dude, we just got finished doing interviews in. August, I think it was. No, not even August or October. About the issue, about the fact that we weren't ready. Mm-hmm. The head of the department said, they point out, we were not ready. We are not ready. Currently, we are not ready. Where is that conversation? That conversation with the three communities. Port Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa, Tampa Heights. Not even Tampa. I think it was Tampa Heights, which is way, it. which is outside of a flood zone. Well, what what are we talking about here? Yeah, that's nowhere near the coast. And it's not. And it's not. It, th- listen, it didn't go to West Tampa. It didn't. They didn't go to Ebor City, to East Ebor, so. or Gary, or Palmetto. Where the where where they're on the water, where this thing really right. could do some devastation. None of those people were engaged. They I went got a to, problem with that. They went to where there was high taxes being paid. Yeah, you know, preferential treatment basically based on class. Listen, man, I I got a problem with that. I have a problem with that. We should have gone beyond that. This is not a matter of you know if I'm going to spend if I'm mayor, if I'm if I'm the mayor, if I'm city council. If I'm representative from whatever political body that's responsible for that, I'm I don't mind spending that kind of money. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And the people ain't gonna mind it either. My mom's gonna kill me for saying ain't. <laughs> the people are not gonna mind. People aren't gonna mind that either. They aren't. They are not. 
but we have got to make certain that this is happening. And so that's why, as in my position, I found it necessary to do the think tank that I did, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, we have to have these discussions so that people are aware of the jeopardy that we're in right now. We're in some real jeopardy, man. We're sitting ducks. And 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 the the people who are, are going to catch the worst of it have no idea of just how bad this is. They know it's bad, but they don't know just how bad this is. So just to get back, bring it full circle, you, you want people who can show up to a community redevelopment meeting and bring it all together, put yeah. it all together, make all of the... Uh, connections uh, d- connect the dots yep. basically yep. <laughs> you know we got some telephone calls on this Sunday forum and you know they did get an email another email I wrote I guess talking about the people who are moving to Florida uh, doesn't want to stay he said the highway runs both south and north they don't like Florida bye and pack that car with a few more Yankees and get up out of here. <laughs> then he says, "Happy New Year's." <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now I got now I got some more to say. We're gonna take these lines. But I got some more to say with regard to <laughs> regard to the parties. So let's let's go, and then we're gonna get into the uh, city council race, then um, uh, the mayor's race, and, and so forth. So let's go. All right, caller, you're on the Sunday forum. This is the Sunday forum. Taking your telephone calls at eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Go ahead, caller. Uh, well, let me say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Happy Same New Year, Walter. How you doing, brother? <laughs> let me go directly to your your point. I think the one of the biggest problems is. Um, talking about I'll tackle the uh, mayoral race and uh, city council race is that um, the voting laws have changed. Um, this ain't uh, the 60s, 70s, you know, 80s anymore. And, uh, well, I'm an American citizen and I have a right to vote. Well, thanks to, uh, I know you don't like me to mention his name, Donald Trump and his big lie. <laughs> um, Republicans and their lie. Uh, I guess I need to preference this by saying uh, the views expressed by the caller do not reflect Sunday form Walter L. Smith, uh, uh, the Fourth Estate Mobili, and uh, Missy Miko, wherever you are. Um, I believe you need to know how to vote. You need to contact your supervisor of elections office to see what is required now. Uh, I believe uh, you got to have a photo ID. Now, this is what I'm just saying. I, I'm just swinging in the wind. You know, th- those law the laws for voting have changed. Um, for people who a foundation, you know, of a lie, you know, eventually it's not going to stand, and it's been proven from court case to court case to court case that these people don't have a leg to stand on. But they still pushing it, and they still pushing it. Right. Uh, jump on another subject that you're talking about down by Port Tampa, and uh, a lot of people want to have the attitude that it's always in our city have been this way for decades, uh, and y'all, you know, crying that the sky is falling, the sky is falling, <laughs> the sky is falling, right. and ain't nothing happened yet. You know, turkey lurkey, and all, all, you know, ain't nothing happened yet. Y'all keep talking about, you know, we're going to be underwater, and this and that, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. We heard about the stories in Miami with high-rises and all this kind of stuff. Well, it ain't happened yet here in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why y'all so upset about all this kind of stuff? <laughs> and then along comes Ian. Along yeah. comes Ian, and we just missed it by a hair inch because... Tampa has not really been hit. The last time I was told as a little boy, 1966, Donna. Okay. And that went through the backside of Tampa, up Lakeland and stuff like that. But we really have never been directly hit. And we don't think it's ever going to happen. You kind of look at weather patterns and stuff. I don't ever remember hurricanes being formed in the Gulf of Mexico like they are right now. So we know that there's something wrong with the weather. Okay, but you know it's uh, everybody complains about the weather, but you can't never really do anything about it. So, so they tell us, but uh, it, it's just it's just uh, apathy, you know. Um, uh, 
you keep talking about something is going to happen and something's wrong and when it how are you going to be affected? We talked about gypsum stacks and all this kind of stuff and Progress Village and East Tampa, you know, and but nothing has seemed to ha- happen be- happen before. Really, Walter, that's all all I have to say. It's just it's just apathy. I don't know how you can shake people out of their uh, apathy and lethargic, you know, behavior. It's like, does it really have to happen to you? And now, now here I am right now. I had a cousin uh, down in Fort Myers, you know, and one in Bradenton was telling me, you know, well, you need to understand, Daryl, that many of white folk and folk who have money, like in Fort Myers, they're the ones who lived over by the beaches and looking at the houses were underwater and this and that and this and that and then some places in Bradenton and all that kind of stuff. Black folk, we live more inland. Inland and we were not really uh, affected like that. So so that's what they told me. That's mm. what they told me. Yeah. So uh, I'm just throwing out my thoughts, Walter. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, there's, not, there's nothing else to say, brother. I mean, it, it, let me tell you something. But to stop being apathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we can be apathetic all we want to. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, you know, 20 years ago, let me tell you, 20 years ago, I warned people mm-hmm. about people coming into, about um, white groups coming into development groups, coming into our communities and having these meetings with us, right? Mm-hmm. So they're having these meetings with us, and I said, "Listen, I'm, let me tell you what what's happening. This is a land grab. They see something that you don't see because you've never you've never been exposed to it. And I'm telling you right now, they're going to use programs right now that you have never even heard of in order to gain control of the community. And they're waiting. They're waiting." And, and, and the applications are in, but you don't know the applications are in. I saw it happen to West Tampa. It, it, I, I said this is going to happen, and what happened? They did it. They wiped out all the the um the, the warehouses that were back there. They used brownfields redevelopment projects that that at that particular time we didn't even we the community as a whole didn't even know what the heck a brownfield project was. But those projects didn't benefit us in any way. Not one single solitary way. Hey, Walter, maybe you need to say something like, um, it may sound simple, you know what it is. What does CR, you talk about that all Community the time. Redevelopment Agencies. Community Redevelopment, redevelopment. redevelopment Agencies. That's correct. There are and two. You never really see any of the uh, city would you say council people or the mayor really addressing that or really talking about that? Well, the city council, uh, we, we actually done a show on this, two shows actually, on this issue. Um, and we're going to do another one this year so we make sure that people understand exactly what these things are, what these these organizations are. The CRA, Community Redevelopment Agency, is an agency that was, that was created or uh, that can be created within communities that are facing slum and blight, that have a history of bad, of, of poverty um, and uh, real problems, right? So what happens as a result of that is uh, there are feasibility studies done and they approve, when I say they, I mean city council approves the community for a CRA. Now, they, city council here in Tampa, the dynamic is this: the actual city, the actual city council is the is the CRA board. So they make the decisions ultimately regarding any type of development that comes out of CRA money. Now, CRA money comes from development and permits and things like that that take place within this tax money primarily that 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 is put into coffers specifically for that community. Cannot be used outside that community. Only for that community and the development that needs to take place there. Now, 
there have been legislations and things like that that we can go into. But right now, the point is, is that um, we have these CRAs um, have, you know, it's, 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 I don't want to, well, I guess I will go ahead and say it. CRAs have even been, CRAs, and I, let me say this again, say it's very generically. CRAs as a whole have been either successful or unsuccessful. There are some CRAs that don't need to even exist because the slum and blight, so to speak, in those communities aren't, don't, don't even exist anymore. For instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Channel side. Channel side CRA doesn't even need to exist anymore. The downtown CRA doesn't need to exist anymore. Because the difficulties that they faced with stumbling blight and so forth down there, that's gone. That's gone. There's nothing. The, the average income per capita there is far above what it would have been, what, what it was at one point. Mm-hmm. To justify that. However, in West Tampa, it has a bad history of having low income per capita, per capita income, right? It has a bad history of crime. There's a bad history of slum and blight. Still exists. And so the areas that we that are considered to be CRA areas uh, are are governed primarily by a community a community advisory council. That community advisory council is made up of people who are uh, from that community, who do business in that community, and uh, are professionals who live in that community and so forth, right? Or have some interest in that community. And so that is your community advisory council. That council uh, actually reports to the the city council, again, which is the CRA board. You, you still with me on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, and they give them the information about the action plan, the, the, about the, the things they want done. So if somebody comes before us and says, hey, we, we want to have this, uh, we want to have a, uh, we, we need funding to do something that's going to improve the community, like a community garden, right? Like in West Ham, we have a community garden there that's, that's, uh, that's been very, very uh, successful. Well, guess what? They had to come before us. Once they came before us, we sent our recommendation, we voted for it, sent our recommendation through our manager, um, and that that manager presents it to the CRA board. The board votes on it, and the monies for that or the approval for whatever it is is sent back, and there you go. That's how that works. And there are a bunch of different ways that these things can work for us in our benefit, but a lot of times we we, we don't move effectively a lot of times we don't move effectively mm-hmm. and so uh evidence of that is what we see in places like um lake was it, lake wales um winter haven winter haven mm-hmm. you know they have they have a they have a uh they have a a cra there they've had some difficulties uh why because the black side of town wants to develop and their dynamics are very different, and and the the white side of town and downtown 